Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your host, Tyler W. Moore and Christopher Strong. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I am Tyler. And I am Chris. And today, we are going to be talking about the new film, Blade Runner 2049. That's the right year, right? Yep, that's the right year. Good. (laughs) Um, So, so Chris... I guess first thing we'll get into is our theatrical experience. Um, saw it at the Warren East as usual. Um, we it's a it's a Tuesday. We're recording it right after seeing it. Um, went to a two uh, rather a three fifteen showing. Pretty modest amount of people, yeah, as you'd expect with a Tuesday before like five. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and got assigned seats in the grand auditorium. Big big screen. And it was a, overall a very good showing. You know, it's so funny you say that, by the way. I had the exact same experience as you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like crazy. <laughs> not, not, nothing special about this one. No, um, no. The, only, the only thing I could really complain about, and I don't know if this is the movie or if this was a problem with uh, presentation itself, but um, the, the volume seemed pretty high. <laughs> yeah, there are a few moments in there where like, I was like, could you just... Just a little tiny bit, just kind of... Yeah, if I was at home with a remote, I would have turned it down. <laughs> yeah, there's a very specific part in there where there's some music playing, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, could you just, like... And the bass was really, really yeah. hitting hard. Like, yeah, could you just turn it down a little tiny bit? That would be fine. <laughs> um, so, we're not going to be able to talk about too much before we get into spoiler territory. So, did you did you enjoy the film, Chris? I did enjoy the film. I, I enjoyed it very, very much. You, 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 would you give it a hearty recommendation? I would indeed, especially if you've seen the original Blade Runner. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, if you like the first, you'll like this, like you said. Um, well, I guess what I should ask you, though. So how long ago did you watch the first one for like, the first time? A couple years ago. Okay, so you're about same where I am. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, I would, honestly, I would say someone who has like a passing knowledge of the first one, who kind of just knows all the elements, they would enjoy this. Uh, they don't like you don't have to see the first movie. I don't think it definitely spoils uh, the first movie. A lot of this yeah. first movie. There's a, at least a few parts, obviously, that can be spoiled. But like because it is a sequel, there's still like yeah, there's still like elements yeah. in the first one. Oh yeah, well now I know what happens here. Or whatever. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing I can. It, it's not a spoiler. Spoiler. It's just like the first one was very very detective. Like yeah. that was this right here. It had the same sort of like. This is supposed to be like a detective film. That's like supposed to be like a very much it's, like putting the pieces together, trying to figure out what the the mystery and all that. The first one was a lot more standard noir, mm-hmm. um, whereas obviously like with a big sci-fi element. Whereas this one was, it didn't have that quite as much, and I like it feels very different from the first one. And I think it stands on its own. I I really. I really like this one. <laughs> uh, the first one had like yeah a lot more like uh, slow parts as well. I kind of like that sort of letting things seep in a little bit, trying to like, yeah. really really invest you in this world. And I was really pissed off that this one did not have a voiceover narration from Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and now I'm flying my car, and it's uh, very <laughs> no I'm flying my car. Ed. <laughs> he's kind of he's got a little bit of a nasal thing. <laughs> 
He's a beautiful man. Can I, can I just say, though, that, like, I'm actually going to say it anyways, because I'm the one editing this thing. Okay. That I'm becoming more and more impressed with Ryan Gosling. I've, you know, you're catching up with me, because yeah. I've, I've liked this guy for a while. <laughs> that dude can definitely do more action films. Oh, yeah. Like, that man, that man can sing, he can make me laugh, he can do action films. The, I think I'm going to marry him. At the, the, thing, the thing is, you know, he did, like, The Notebook and a couple other, like, chick flick movies, and he got kind of shoved into this like um there's like this idea people had of him whereas like you know i think he he actively seeks out roles that are like that are not that that he like he he tries to do very different movies that have a voice and interesting characters and so now that he's doing that like yeah he's definitely got his like, a good thing going on I'm sorry, did you say that The Notebook does not have interesting characters in there? <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Wasn't it like, also like he didn't like The Notebook at all? Like he's kind of like, he just like, this is... I, I, this need I think this, this. Like, the story behind that is that um, like he hated his co-star or whatever. Oh, and there you go. Perfect. That, yeah. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, that's going off of like uh, fucking top 10 lists or whatever. You know? Yeah. Um, um, also, that's, I, this probably should be, this not spoiler at all uh harrison ford did not phone it in yeah I, okay so i was yeah i you know we can talk about the cast here yeah before spoilers um ryan gosling's amazing uh, uh please uh call me sometime dinner six o'clock <laughs> your, your favorite place <laughs> let, let you're, me... you're, you're paying by the yeah. way <laughs> <laughs> you're in blade runner asshole <laughs> like, okay uh yeah ford doesn't do a whole lot uh he kind of sits down on couches um uh, he doesn't phone it in. He just kind of like, uh, I, I wonder if he kind of just said like, I, I kind of just want to sit in this chair, guys, all the whole the whole movie. <laughs> and what a comfy looking chair that was. <laughs> <laughs> he had me convinced. <laughs> had, like, the, the Great cost, acting. The costume for him, like he didn't have to worry about having an overcoat on. It looked like he was No, that, that guy fucking showed up in his clothes from the street. Like, oh, let's not give Harrison Ford too much credit here. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I do have one other note, but Ford, I got to talk about that in spoiler. Okay. Spoiler section of this podcast. Uh, oh, we can talk about like the box office. This yeah, thing. how it's not doing very well. Yeah, it's like, I guess, yeah, it was based on a box office bomb, but at the same time, it's like people have, people yeah. have known about Blade Runner, like, you know. Over it's the, it's become famous since then. Yeah, Everyone it's a knows cult classic. Blade yeah, Runner is, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I remember uh, during my film appreciation class, like, we had to watch, like, clips from it. And the interesting interesting thing about that little fun fact for you was that during the production of that first film, there was a writer's strike that happened. Mm-hmm. It's like all the artists were still able to work, so they just kept on working, building sets, doing all that stuff. And so they just had like this beautiful looking film. And a lot of it's because I mean, one of it's because like Ridley Scott cared about yeah. the visual aspect of his film. He still he still kind of does a little bit, but sometimes it's like okay, kind of just like as I'm gonna direct this guy's. Okay, just yeah, it's good enough. Let's move on. Oh, you this know what I think? Just, you know what I think Ridley Scott does with his movies now? Uh, put them in front of a green screen. Those those fuckers will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? Although I will I will give him that the the Martian was not like that at all. It was sure it was in front of a green screen. Yeah. But it felt more real. That they clearly like, like, you know what? Let's make sure this movie actually looks really good and actually, you know, <laughs> CG artists oh, yeah. <laughs> saving Ridley Scott films. <laughs> so yeah, I guess you know. Let, let's go ahead and go into to spoiler. All right, things. Um, so yeah, hearty recommendation from both of us. Go check it out, folks. Uh, you got eight minutes of content there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so enjoy that. But uh, yeah, so. 
for for those of you who have now seen the movie, uh, let's let's talk about uh, like let's get into the rest of the cast because um, Jared Leto's in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For a little bit. Um, uh, he Jesus. Ki- yeah. He kind of um, he kind of says some pseudo profound things and then uh, in two scenes and then leaves. That, that was like that was like kind of that was sort of the film studenty parts of the movie um, where like I, I don't know I, I think I just hate that kind of character especially when there's like there's especially when there's no follow up to it like there is with this this part this that there's like probably the one problem I have with it and it doesn't drag it down a whole lot. It really kind of gives you the idea of like the psyche of the people that are continuing continuing the replicate program. Yeah, I, I suppose it, it, it's just. For me, it's only the fact that, like, it doesn't... That character doesn't really go anywhere. He kind of just shows up, uh, says says some uh, really fancy dialogue, and then doesn't come back after the scene with Harrison Ford. Until Blade Runner 2075 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 2075. I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit, 30 more years. Yeah. Which, speaking of the sort of like the time jump thing... So, um, Deckard, I guess there's a few points in here, actually. So, in the first one, there was a lot of, like, theories about Deckard being a replicant. And this right yeah. here, it does a great job of kind of avoiding answering that question. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, were you programmed to like her, or were you not programmed to whatever? Like, yeah. That was, that was like, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that they did that. You just, know, I, I, I did just trash that scene, but, um, no, I did, I did like the idea that it brought up, like... Yeah, were, were you supposed to? And it's kind of like just to fuck with his head. Yeah. Like all, everything he's doing in that scene is just to fuck with his head, especially the um, the clone of yeah. a Rachel. Rachel, yeah. I want, and then I like, say Roxanne. <laughs> then he's like, she had green eyes, and like he turns around and I'm just like, oh, they're gonna kill her. Oh, yep. yeah, they did. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> By the way, um, the 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 sound of the guns in this, and like you know, obviously in the first one as well, but like just like the fact that like there's just so powerful sounding. Uh-huh. It's like, ugh. Oh, I was going to say like all the action stuff in here, like a credit to the sound mix as well, um, is that uh, you you feel every single hit of that, of everything. Um, yeah, it all feels like it has a real impact to it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm going to assume that Rachel was like the same sort of thing as like Carrie Fisher and the Rogue One where it was a CG thing on her face. Yeah, probably so. But it looks amazing. It looked really great. I was yeah, like, no, I was it was like, way I, better. I kept waiting. I was like, wait a second. Oh, is this like? Where's the uncanny valley? It was, yeah, it was yeah. Kind of, yeah, where is that at? Like, either that or their makeup artist just yeah. did the, the just did the impossible. Basically, it's the fact that it looked exactly like her. Yeah, I yeah that was they the had the flashback thing too. That was like I was like that was just remind you of like here's what she looked here's like. exactly what she looks like. And then it was like a comments later like oh yeah now here's her clone. Yeah. <laughs> One other point about the times thing was uh, this is actually less impo- less interesting, but um, they mentioned the CCCP in there, yeah. which is the Soviet Union, which is funny because they don't exist anymore. But in the original film, right. they did exist. So I'm, I'm, it's funny that like it's sticking like, to it's, its like little yeah, alternate so, timelines. So it's like that's such a small detail that I was like. I'm surprised they even noticed it, honestly. But like mm-hmm. the fact that they did had that, I was like, that's really cool. That you know, they realized that this is like alternate future. Speaking of subtle things, did you like all the Sony logos? <laughs> <laughs> all the big, bright Sony logos in this movie. There were a lot of those. Because well, here's the thing: like I've you know I've seen like a, several Columbia Pictures movies, and never before like in like the opening uh, logo segments had like I seen Sony like 
on screen. Mm-hmm. Like it's always just been like, oh, Columbia Pictures. I, I was just like, well, huh? They're the. You know what? I I'd keep my name off of things right now if I were them. Because <laughs> they've had a lot of a lot of bad years. <laughs> Unless you know they're like, no, this is a good movie. Put put our name all over it. I think it was what uh, what was that when Paul Blart came out? That was like their. Uh, number one for the whole year basically that's right yeah <laughs> it was just like really embarrassing that that was the thing um but what's interesting i, I like that they continued you know the whole uh advertisement stuff i, mean, yeah. I guess it just continued a lot of the stuff basically like they took the old world kind of said okay now here it is you know all these years later yeah you know? oh yeah yeah no i like how the yeah that was a big thing with the time skip was that it's like okay you can't just have it be the same place again because it's another 30 years and um, if Back to the Future tells you anything, is that 30 years completely changes <laughs> how everything is enough. <laughs> well, I liked whenever he was in the in the building. It was like, you know, the, the rising, like the shades rising. I was like, oh, my God, this just feels like the first one all, all over again. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's like that was great. Capturing that moment again. The mm-hmm. first one, kind of like that amazement of just like, you know, this huge just how just how enormous they did a great job just capturing how enormous this world is oh yeah no yeah that was something there's like a shot where like there's these two big towers or whatever and like his car is like flying in between them i was like oh my god the scale in here <laughs> like yeah. it's amazing uh, i was in like the las vegas uh yeah area and one thing that kind of like just kept like popping my mind for some reason is like they had like all the statues everywhere mm-hmm. i kept thinking of uh the or like the old 90s batman uh, movies, the live action ones had like this, all the statues, or whatever, in Gotham. You I know, just, I didn't think about that once. <laughs> I did immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh. Because thing is, like, you know, Blade Runner is a movie that when you think about dystopian futures, you think about, you know, um, whatever, like, you know, the future, whatever, that, that was like what people based it on. That it was basically mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Like, there, there came out. People changed to that. That's how influential the first movie was. Mm-hmm. And so watching this right here, you're like, well, it's kind of old hat, but at the same time, it's their old hat, so it's totally mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> no, I, I feel like it's uh, it felt original to me. Like, you know, it, it is following the dystopian idea, but like uh, definitely keeping it fresh and doing something like ch- changing it up and doing something different with it. Yeah. So in like the beginning of it, I was thinking like, there's no way that they're gonna introduce Harrison Ford immediately. They're gonna, they're gonna oh, yeah. there's gonna be like a. Um, like an hour and a half, two hours almost before he, they introduced this guy. Yeah. Um, so he goes into uh, Dave Bautista's home, who is a very large man. Yeah. And so in my back of my mind, I was kind of thinking like, well, I bet you they're going to have like Ryan Gosling kind of like that. Oh, is he a replicant? Or is he not? Whatever. But just immediately yeah. said, oh, yeah, no, he's a replicant. He's yeah. one of them. And having him like getting smashed into the wall. Mm-hmm. You talk about the, the sound or whatever. Yeah. I felt every single like pounding into oh, the wall yeah. or whatever. Having it, a fucking professional wrestler yeah. <laughs> slamming you into a wall. And I like the fact that, like, um, Batista obviously is a very large man, so it's not like Gosling just can take him down. Like, you know, I'll just punch him, whatever. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, no, he's he's hitting him over and over again in the throat, and he's still, like, fighting back. And finally mm-hmm. he just, like, pops him a couple of times with his gun. That's the only way he took him out. Yeah. Batista would have cracked him in half. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, in the in the um the first one, you had uh, Deckard being just a regular human being mm-hmm. who's getting tossed around like a rag doll by these replicants who are so much bigger oh, than yeah. him. And you know, you talk about uh, we talked about before the podcast a little bit about him being in the car. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's so like, set this up. Let's set this up. Okay. So, so just in case anyone's forgotten, uh, there's a scene 
uh, near the climax of the movie where um, they, okay, so like the their car, like this big car, like ends up in like a big body of water and uh, it's, it's filling up. Harrison Ford's like handcuffed um, with the bad guys and Ryan Gosling and the and uh, the, the lady are like fighting and while the car's still filling up with water and the whole time like I'm just sitting there thinking like Harrison like, Harrison Ford's like could, could you just stop for a second and fucking untie me <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, you can just see him in the background for the whole fight and he's just like Aah! and that's when the, I, I love the shot of like him like choking uh, Joe yeah. uh, choking the girl or whatever and like in the back you can just see like Harrison Ford going oh my god I'm struggling whatever yeah. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> and what I was thinking he had to get up out of his chair dude what I was thinking was that they didn't have him be a superhuman again still yeah. he's, he's not going to break out of those chains you know he is absolutely stuck in there there was only one moment with Ryan Gosling where uh, it was really ridiculous uh, because like they're running they're trying to escape like as this uh, they're like the, the, the casino is being attacked and uh, he just fucking smashes through a wall after Harrison Ford locks a door on him. <laughs> I will give them this, by the way. They didn't focus at all on that, by the way. They just, they just oh yeah, he no. just he just Hulk smashes through the wall, <laughs> and uh, Ford's like not not phased at all that this just yeah. happened. <laughs> just keep going. Um, I should say, like that, you know, that was kind of a laugh. Uh, there's a couple other lines that are, I went into this movie really not wanting it to try to be funny because I wanted just a very somber, dark movie. Um, there's only a couple of them. Uh, most of them came from Harrison Ford, and I kind of rolled my eyes at a couple of them because uh, it's like just, just, just play it straight. Just like um, it's a Blade Runner movie. <laughs> like uh, we don't need this. Um, but I like you know there was really none of it with Ryan Gosling, which I really expected. Uh, just kind of like his filmography, I really expected him to be kind of like the funny guy. Like you know, he, like he's already handsome and probably has a huge dick. He doesn't need to be like he doesn't need to be the funny guy. <laughs> This has to be like all suave or whatever. Yeah, you know? like in every movie. Um, him with uh, his the uh, the fake female, whatever the yeah. hologram hologram girl. You know, just watching like you know that relationship right there, relationship. Jeez, I can't speak. Uh, relationship to kind of like develop, and you just kind of realize, especially like near the end, where it's just the big hologram. Yeah, like, all uh, it is is just advertisement. Yeah, telling you what you want to yeah. hear, and that's I love the fact that like that's what it even says like in mm-hmm. the advertisement for it. It even says like you know Joe or whatever. Just the average, yeah, you know, yeah. And it Joe. even says like exactly what you want to hear, what you want to see. Yeah. Um, and like the the, the advertisement t- is talking to him exactly the same way she does, and like you know it it, it adds to the, like it's like a smaller part of like the overarching theme of like, you know. What, what is real and what is human yeah what is it to be human like i guess we can talk about the ending as well you know just right um the fact that like he did something that was very very human which is mm-hmm. you know you took deckard you didn't kill him like he was told to do by those other replicants who want to start a huge revolution or whatever right he took him to go see his daughter mm-hmm. while he knew that he was gonna die basically yeah. the entire time saying i'm gonna die Especially after the huge disappointment, thinking like there there was something special about him because you know we spend the most of the movie thinking uh, that right uh, that that Joe K he he's uh, Deckard's son. Yep. And when they revealed like no it like the the daughter's the daughter didn't die like she's she's the actual kid it's not you sorry buddy uh, it's like oh like well what are they gonna do with it then and it's like you know you realize who the daughter is. 
And it's like, okay, really cool. That's why she was crying during like the memory thing. Right. Like, that's actually her memory. Because, yeah, and so there's even like the little uh, drop of the line, like every artist puts a little bit of themselves into their work. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was all great. But it was like, okay, where is that going to go? Yeah, no, I, I think they handled it really well. And that really, it just, yeah, continuously like kind of. Well, it made him like unique on his yeah. own. He made himself unique. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah, um, the, the idea, like, okay, like, there's nothing special about me now. The whole ending kind of just says, like, you know, you don't, there doesn't have to be, like, you, you can, you can be just as human as a human, like. Yeah. The transition, I, there's a transition at the very end I love, which is, like, when the snow's falling on his hand, and then it, like, transitions over to the girl. Yeah. There, I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) That is, like, cinematic just, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can I talk about my favorite scene before we get too far away from what we were talking about? Okay, so my favorite scene is, like, uh, he comes home, the hologram girl, like, uh, uh, brought, like, the the prostitute in. Oh, yeah. The the replicant prostitute. Yeah. Um, And, like, there's, like, a whole thing where, uh, like, she's kind of projecting herself over the girl. And I, I was, like, like, my mind was just blown. I'd never even, like, considered that idea before and like they had been kind of like you know doing a lot of stuff where like she'd kind of like go through them or whatever mm-hmm. like that that scene was just so visually beautiful i was just like oh <laughs> like the whole time that was i was like just sitting there like oh my god this is great yeah <laughs> steal this later yes yeah, so, um i mean nobody's actually seen the movie anyway right no so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one no one would ever know yeah <laughs> I don't know if I've said already that this, I, I really enjoyed the score. I don't remember the first movie being quite so electronic and synthy. I haven't seen the movie in quite a while, but uh, I don't remember off the top of my head either. If it was, I I kind of wish we had watched the first one first yeah. again, like uh, recently rather right. recent. But you know, I I think the last time I, last time I watched it was like last year. I think I, I, I the last time I saw it was the first time I saw it. Oh, um, but. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the score. It was a little overbearing in the mix a few times. So like, it's like, okay, you could have kind of, like, th- this is more important than the music. But, um, yeah, no, like, I, I really loved it. Um, you know, I didn't hear was that Inception sound the whole time. Yeah, you, there was a trailer before um, before this with the Geostorm or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and there were so many Inception boas in that trailer that I, I, was, I was laughing out loud in the theater when the fucking birds started falling <laughs> I was like about to mention Geostorm was the movie that had that that had that in there, and you know it's just a noise that you now hear in every single trailer. Yeah. It seems like, <laughs> yeah. Also, what a terrible looking movie. Yeah, it, it just it just looks bad. It's nothing like it's like forget about what's it's, it's a disaster. The, the, porn the film. building is doing the dominoes. Yeah, that just it just looked terrible. It's like oh, this is gonna make five dollars. No, that, dude, that movie's gonna make so much money. <sighs> Please don't. I don't know. It's uh, gonna make way more than Blade Runner. Gerard Butler, I think that's who that was. Yeah, that was Gerard Butler's Gerard in Butler. the movie. So you know he has a questionable uh, box office draw. So you know yeah. <laughs> maybe it won't. I it, the the film didn't have like little in it little in credit slate on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't say who the director was. I I would bet money that it was Roland Emmerich. Because <laughs> it seems like he does a lot of those sort of uh, sort of movies. It, just, it it looks exactly like 2012. Yeah, just yeah, Oranger. Like, well, it's like well, 2012 was a big box. It was a big box office win, or whatever, right? Yeah. So just gotta do that again, right? I mean, he's just, he's been doing it like for his entire career. Nope, not not. Uh, Holy not shit! <laughs> I am very surprised. Yeah. 
Not even in the producers. Look at that. Okay. Anyway. Oh, so right. Back to back Geostorm. to Blade Runner. <laughs> back to Blade Runner. <laughs> Geostorm. Uh, one Jamie out of ten. <laughs> but Blade Runner. Um, you know what? I really because we we haven't talked about someone very important in this movie, uh, Robin Wright. Uh, she's not in it a whole bunch. I kind of wish that she was one of the other characters, but she might like she's a little she's a little too old to be the other ones. Yeah. Um. But man. She was good in the movie. I uh, wish there was more of her. It was like whenever like she like let him off for a little bit or whatever. I thought, okay, maybe maybe she knows something that like yeah. you know that's gonna be revealed later or whatever. And then no, she gets she gets straight up murdered by. <laughs> I love the fucking thing where she like uh, crushes the glass in her hand. Oh yeah, that 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 hurt. Another thing about the noise. <laughs> yeah. Another reason, by the way, that noise is such an important thing. <laughs> You can like make it like just the impact feeling. It's just yeah. like, ugh. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, what I the reason I thought about Robin Wright was because like really good. There's a, there's a good amount of like a like female roles in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them are like big. Uh, even like the sort of lead replicant isn't like it doesn't have a lot of screen time, but still like a pretty good balance. And I I I I really I respect that. I also loved whenever she was controlling the little uh, drone thing, wherever that was, and there's like launching missiles yeah. around uh, Gosling. At first, she's like, "What the heck was that?" And then, yeah. like, it happening, I'm like, "What the heck is happening?" Because <laughs> like these guys are like, just blowing apart, basically, and there's like Gosling just getting knocked around by yes. this. <laughs> Man, okay, what 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 would you give this movie? Uh, uh, you're Jamie, put me on the spot right here, because yeah. I was about to ask you the same. Thing. Yeah, well, you always do that, so uh, it's your turn, motherfucker. <laughs> um. <laughs> 8.7. I'm going to go ahead because I've been going back and forth between a 9 and a 9.5. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a 9.3 because it's right in the middle. Perfect. It's a 9. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, this is like this is one of the best movies of this year for sure. I should say that like don't let the length of the movie like scare you off because... Yeah, no, it flies by. It flies by. I was looking at the time like whenever I got out, I was like... Jesus Christ, it's already, you know, whatever, almost three hours later. I only checked the time a couple of times throughout because I was just very curious, like, when Harrison Ford was going to come in. I was like, okay, like, I feel I feel like it's been about an hour. I checked. It had been an hour, and he wasn't there yet. I was like, okay. I, I think it's like, yeah, like, hour 45-minute mark is when Harrison Ford shows up and yeah. sits in a couple chairs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, like... Not not perfect, obviously. Like I have a couple problems with it, but I really enjoyed this movie. I will probably be rewatching this more than the first movie. Fair enough. All right. All right. Uh, what's our next podcast? For listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoy the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com.